Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. So we've been married for 16 years. We have four kids. And this podcast, we like to ask each other three questions. What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? And what's on the forefront of your mind this week? So you go. What brought you joy this week? Uh, We got to go on two separate dates. It was awesome. Yeah. It never happens as frequently as you want to in marriage. It just doesn't, right? Some people are really good at sticking to a weekly date night. Yeah. And we go in phases where we'll do it every week for maybe a couple months. Three weeks or so. (laughs) (laughs) And then we won't for quite a long time. Yeah. But this is fun. So there's the one where uh, we mentioned last time we were playing a lot of tennis. 10-minute tennis. 10-minute tennis. And we just gave up in the whole 10-minute part. It's like, we're we're just going to go play tennis. Everybody knows. Yeah. And now they enjoy it. So they don't mind that it's longer than 10 minutes. Yeah. And there was the one time it was just me and you Mm -hmm. went to play tennis and then went out for a fro-yo. I some love frozen it. yogurt. Yeah, that was so great. And then there was the time where I met you for lunch because I heard of this gourmet grilled cheese place downtown that had alligator grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, Cajun style alligator. Had a bite to it. <laughs> <laughs> they actually come up with a new grilled cheese every week. Really? You need to go back next week's date. What is it? Try it. Yeah. We like to try new things. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But that was that was fun. It was fun getting to go out with you. That was really good. Thanks for taking me. (laughs) Happy to. (laughs) All right. What's something that's brought you joy this week? I was checking out and made an impulse buy a target today. (laughs) (laughs) They had a coloring book of pictures. You know, one of those fancy intricate coloring books that are all the rage. Yep. And it was all pictures of sophisticated looking dogs you know i don't know what it is but whenever i go into home goods they have the best selection of paintings Hmm. of sophisticated dogs so dogs wearing monocles or dogs with bow ties or dogs wearing you know bowler hats or whatever it is i don't know what it is about those dogs but they make me so happy. You're like, giddy when you like, see them. I cry tears <laughs> of joy when I see these beautiful monocled dogs, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense because I don't have a dog. I don't really want a dog. You're not a dog person. I'm not. I don't even own one of these pictures. Right. And I think it would, be, if I did, I think it would be a slippery slope. I think if I bought one, I would buy a hundred and our whole house would just be covered in monocled dogs wearing bow ties everywhere (laughs) because I just like, I, I love them. Like if I need a pick me up, that's Mm -hmm. what I do. I go to home goods and I look at all the paintings of the sophisticated dogs. They're so great. I mean, they have drafts, but that just, I don't know. That's not, it's the dogs. Oh. They're so great. So I bought it. I bought the uh, the coloring the book. Coloring that book. seemed safe. I didn't have to hang it on my wall. I could just enjoy them. Until you color it all beautiful like. Oh, no. It started. It started. <laughs> I'm really happy for you. Oh, no. <laughs> A new hobby. <laughs> so it's been hard. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the new decor. I know. Why is your house covered in sophisticated dogs? They're playing pool and poker, and if, I don't know. If we had a dog 
I would pretty much require it to wear a monocle and a bow tie mm-hmm. at all times. Yep, and shoes. <laughs> I don't, not shoes. Yeah, shoes. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and not sneakers. It would be fancy shoes with the buckles on top. I don't want shoes on the dog. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. All right. Dogs don't wear shoes. <laughs> don't wear monocles. <laughs> All right, so you asked me what's been hard this week. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoy doing this podcast with you, babe. All right, so it's come to my attention. We were were really good at reading regularly to our kids for the longest time, Mm -hmm. our oldest kids especially. I mean, when they were young, we would have story time every night, like every night. And they, you know, it's like oh, another chapter, another chapter. Maybe they just didn't want to go to bed. Fine. That's I mean, true. we're reading this captivating story, but then realized just uh, just this past week, we kind of dropped the ball on that. You know, we don't do nightly readings because, well, our kids are busier. You know, yeah. two of them have a job, like a basketball activities. and activities, mm-hmm. and like we're not together as a family all the time in the evenings. So we just kind of dropped the ball. I dropped the ball because I was the one reading. Um, I dropped the ball because I was the one nagging you to read. (laughs) (laughs) I need to do more of that. You stop nagging me. Come on. Okay, so we don't do this anymore. And then I thought our poor youngest child, I mean, she's seven, and that's not what she's grown up doing like Mm -hmm. the other kids have. Well, for crying out loud, even if everybody else is dispersed doing their different activities, I can at least read to her. Yeah. So... That's been the project this week. And you've been doing a great job. Yeah. Been going through this book on U.S. presidents. Mm -hmm. Yep. Of course. (laughs) Yep. yep. James Madison was last night. It Mm -hmm. was. It was great. He's number four. And then uh, also reading uh, Little House in the Big Woods, starting the Laura Ingalls Wilder series. Which we did with the older kids and Mm -hmm. loved it so much. But Lane hadn't heard it before. Right. So it's still family reading night, but... I'm not going to wait for the whole family to come together because it's just not a reality and then it just wouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. So if you're around, meet me in the living room. If not, okay. Yeah. See ya. I'll read read to anybody who's available. And our seven-year-old, she she ain't going anywhere. No, she doesn't have any social life. (laughs) Not yet. Outside of us. Right. So this is the social life and I love it. I love it. I'm glad we're getting back into that routine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's been hard for you this week. Well, you know that I'm not very empathetic. <laughs> there are moments. Yeah, not very many. But but sometimes I am. Yes. Sometimes I am. And I'm I'm trying to grow in empathy and compassion. And this week my daughter had been just heartbroken over a friend who had been lying to her. And wasn't who she thought. And it just broke her heart. Mm -hmm. And so I sat with her on her bed and we just wept. You know, you know, that ugly, ugly cry where it's just all the hurt. Mm -hmm. It was so hard because I I felt I felt the sting of it, too. I felt the the hurt of the, the deception that had happened. But then I also had to watch my daughter feel the hurt and the deception that had happened. And so it was like feeling it on these multiple levels. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. For as much as it hurt, it 
was also such a beautiful privilege to be able to sit with her as her mom and mm-hmm. and comfort her and cry with her and pray. There's a few moments in life that you can look back and say that was, I'm never going to forget that. Yeah. When you can truly confide in a, a deep friend and, and all the emotions come out and, and you ask all those hard questions that you're storing up in your heart and your mind and, and nobody really has the answers to, but just everything just floods out. And, and that's what happened. It was hard and I never want to see, you know, I would never wish for that to happen to my daughter to be deceived by someone mm-hmm. that she cares for. But I am thankful that I have her and that we are able to have that open conversation. And just, I count it, I really do, I count it a privilege to be able to mm. do that. And, and I'm thanking the Lord for the way that we have grown in our closeness and our and our honesty and our and our prayer for this other person together. It's as horrible as the situation is. Yeah. It's been a gift to the relationship that I have with my daughter. Mm. That's been a hard it's been a hard week because it doesn't just go away. It wasn't just like a one time event. I mean it's a relationship that that has to be worked through and some things aren't healed overnight. So uh, it continues, it continues, but hopefully um, those moments of prayer and just raw honesty like that will also continue. Yeah. And she knows that you're there for her. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Where do you go? Empathetic Christina. Oh, Oh, it's exhausting. I don't yeah. know how all you empathetic people do it, but <laughs> man. Well, you did well. Good job. <laughs> so what's been on the forefront of your mind this week? Hot dogs. Mm. Because uh, you had gone to the store and you had found uh, Joey Chestnut hot dog sauce. Mm-hmm. Joey you Chestnut, by the way, is a competitive eater. He's the one who's always winning the Nathan's hot dog eating contest on Coney Island for the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. And we saw him. We saw him do it. Last year, we took a trip to New York and we saw Joey Chestnut win the hot dog eating contest. And so then when I found that sauce, I was like, this needs to be in my fridge (laughs) and on my hot dog. Yes. It's really good, by the way. That was a fun trip. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. We we took this trip out east and we saw the hot dog eating contest, which was legendary and amazing. I think he had like, what, 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes. That's... That's mind-blowing. That's gross. So we were... (laughs) We were in the front row, like we were close, but not too close, thankfully, (laughs) just in case. I don't know. (laughs) But then on the way out to New York, we had stopped in Toledo, Ohio. Remember that? We went to Tony Paco's. That's been on my bucket list. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, it's a restaurant. They have hot dogs. They also function as a hot dog bun museum. Yes. (laughs) Autographed hot dog buns all yes. over. like the the walls are lined with hot dog buns i would imagine if i were to line my house with sophisticated dog pictures yeah. it's like to that degree they like have 1500 hot, hot dog buns each signed by celebrities actors musicians presidents that's the funniest part to me is when the presidents sign hot dog buns there's like, been like six of them don't you have more important things to do no really <laughs> And they're like, wow, 1,500 hot dog buns on the wall in little glass cases. Like, 
How do they not go moldy? Well, some of them, some of them actually did. They do. Sorry, yeah. Barbara Bush. It was gross. <laughs> it, was it was really fun. It was so quirky. I loved it. It was so fun. So oh. if you ever get a chance to go to the Hot Dog Bun Museum. <laughs> All right. So hot dogs have been on the forefront of my mind. How about you? What's been on the forefront of your mind? You remember the the sandwich this week, right? The alligator sandwich? No, not oh, the alligator sandwich. Oh, the sandwich of doom. Yes. Yes. The sandwich of doom. Okay, explain that I've one. been trying to learn a few life lessons. Such a, you know, when like a trivial thing happens and somehow it becomes like the biggest massive ordeal in the universe at that moment, it seems like. It's like, why? It's a sandwich. This is not that big of a deal. You know what the problem is? What's the problem? I overestimate how much I can accomplish hmm. in any given amount of time, which I think is one of my greatest strengths. I will argue that, but it is also one of my greatest weaknesses. Sure. And this is illustrated in The Sandwich of Doom, mm-hmm. which was this ultimate sandwich. It maybe, was pretty amazing. Maybe the best sandwich that's ever existed. Yeah. It was so good. What all was on there? It was it was a it was a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. But it was huge. It was it was round. It, it was, was like, like the size of a pizza. Round. Yeah. It was. And then you slice it. So it's just a giant one gigantic Cuban pizza. And then you slice it like a pie, like a pizza. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then everybody gets a wedge. Yep. Of this Cuban sandwich, which was a great choice. Yeah. I'm glad I made the sandwich of doom. But <laughs> which is not what we called it when we made it. No, it was great. It was wonderful. And so So when you made it, you made two. We had one I'm, that night and you made another one and put it in the freezer. Mhm. And this is where things get ugly. They got pretty cold. They did. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a beautiful I mean it was just like an amazing sandwich. So I had been saving it. So I'd been saving it in the freezer for the right opportunity because I don't know why I felt like the sandwich deserved a special occasion. You know, like <laughs> the president is finally, you know, accepted my invitation to come for dinner and we're gonna have this sandwich. <laughs> and so there was a situation this week and I needed like a quick, nice meal to share with someone. And so I was like, oh perfect. I just so happen to have the best Cuban sandwich that ever existed mm-hmm. on the planet in my freezer right now. <laughs> and I'm so optimistic. Like, I just, like, saw that opportunity. I was like, perfect. Like, I have the sandwich. I have the opportunity. Bam. Like, these things should go together. And I don't know why time works against me. <laughs> like, why? Why? These things are obviously meant to be together, but they weren't because there wasn't enough time. There wasn't enough right. time to thaw it out and bake it. It'll get the cheese all melty. Yeah. And so I was baking it and the cheese was burning and you're like, this doesn't smell so good. Yep. Anyway, it turned out to be a mess. Not <laughs> worth it. Because what? I think like you took it out of the freezer. It's like I have to deliver this in half an hour, but I'm going to go to the store and get chips. So you're in charge of the sandwich. Make sure it doesn't burn. <laughs> Like, I don't know what I'm, I don't know. It was like the ultimate example of me thinking, I am going to do this and it'll be amazing Mm. because why wouldn't it be amazing? 
why wouldn't everything work together? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, I needed a lesson of like, this takes longer than two seconds to thaw. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sandwich the size of Texas. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. So sometimes I think it's a good thing that I overestimate it because it drives me to try and do as much as possible. And you know that you benefit from this, like the hot dog bun where we crammed museum. in a trip to the hot dog bun museum, Coney Island, Toronto, like all in like five days. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago, New York, everywhere. We yep. just went everywhere in five days. Yeah. We crammed a ton of stuff in there because i overestimate how much we can do <laughs> but we did it oh we did it <laughs> and, but then i wonder like well how much how much did we miss out because i'm so determined to get to the next thing anyway i'm learning to i i don't think i've even learned my lesson yet i'm just acknowledging you're, you're aware i'm aware that this is a problem <laughs> but also i still maintain it's a strength yes because sometimes I do things that ought not to be able to be done in that short amount of time. Hmm. So you overestimate what we can do in a short amount of time. You pack in a lot of adventure. It's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just us. It's, it's just, just us. It's just us. And you know what? It's like uh, the sandwich totally worked out to be fine. Because we ate it ourselves <laughs> we after it had, you know, like proper time to thaw. We, yeah. we just gave up on it. And then, you know, it was great. We enjoyed the Sandwich of Doom mm -hmm. ourselves. It just wasn't a magical occasion. <laughs> but who knows what the future will hold. Probably a lot of things. A lot of sandwiches. Yep. There we go. <laughs> and may they ever be big and round. And Cuban. And Cuban. <laughs> this is Ford From Podcast with Adam and Christina Hanna. We encourage you to subscribe and when you get a moment, check out forefrontpodcast.com.